Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. Just to introduce our new topic for today, it's called What is the Trauma? What's the Trauma? What can you tell us, Ed? Well, Pete, as we know, the trauma, it seems as if it's um, underlining emotional and social um, um, events, right? Or experiences that affects uh, people. Um, oftentimes, we have different individuals who have suffered from um, so many different things, which leads um, them as adults to uh, lean into um, different coping mechanisms, such as drinking, drugs, mm -hmm. um, sexual behaviors. Um, they may even have um, major minor disorders, mental disorders, mental breakdowns. Um, but oftentimes, many people are um, usually geared towards medication uh, mm -hmm. first, but not necessarily tapping into uh, some of the causes that may have brought into trauma. You know, you may feel pain, mm -hmm. um, you know, you feel tightness, um, something that comes around you, you know, you, you may, because of, um, let's say, for example, someone may have passed by with a red jacket on. And all of a sudden, you you know, there's a fear, but you don't you don't necessarily tie it into maybe something happening when you were, example, five or six, until you have the opportunity to speak with someone, and they then dig into finding out what's the trauma. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. This topic is it can cover so many different areas, uh, but one one of the things that came to mind when we uh, point out the topic is that. Uh, what is the trauma? Everything we do in our, in our everyday life, uh, mm. you know, whether it's good or bad or, you know, or it's something that is driven by any type of behavior, it had mm. something that may have pointed us to that direction. Um, I've been being in the, in the healthcare field and, and uh, I've, I've seen a few things that have brought people to, uh, to the hospital. And, you know, it could be something simple or something major, but there are a lot of people who come and, you know, the simple thing that brought them there, they never thought about it because that simple thing, for example, could have been a couple of water, a cup of water for in the past week that they never got. Now the mm -hmm. body is reacting to it because dehydrated is, you know, the body needs that. So now when one thing is missing, uh, you know, then, other things starts to hurt, you might not see the connection. Why do you have a headache? But, you know, drinking water makes a big difference in how your mm -hmm. body maintain. Uh, like I remember when we talked to Dr. Bender, he was saying how so many different illnesses and diseases derive from lack of vitamins. If you don't take the right vitamins, your mm -hmm. body then start to react to it. And then, you know, because your body is now trying to work extra hard to fill some gaps that cannot be filled by just being alive. Yeah, so, yeah, now, yeah. so now, you know, other issues starts being created and, 
and that becomes a bigger issue before you know it you know you need surgery over something that could have been taken out by just standing in the sun for a half hour every day or taking your little vitamin or taking your iron this and or you know or just eat a, a fruit a day you know <laughs> i know it's, it's been a long saying saying like an apple a day you know keeps the doctors away i yeah. mean i strongly believe in that because yeah. not, not because apple cures all type of diseases but eating an apple you know aka your fruit for the day does help your body maintain a certain level of you know of uh health that uh, that might help you in moving on in the future so yeah. and going back to that which is which is so important um i had opportunity to sit in um i i attended this uh, training on monday and um the uh, presenter discussed trauma and how many you know children since I you know I work with with children um, and students they discussed how trauma affects um, from young and even adults and the gentleman expressed to us how at a young age um, he had to deal with trauma domestic violence um, alcoholism in his home um, fear um, and there are just so much different things that came up and so many people in those types of situations, um, they learn to live on flight or fight. Mm -hmm. um, he used two other things where he says, either some hide, that's the, and, and, and I didn't think, and he says there's the last one is appease. So people either fight, flight, hide, or appease. So if I know, um, for example, children may see dad is an alcoholic, is always arguing. So rather than mom saying stop, she'd rather appease, allow the situation to happen and, 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 and just continue on or dad, whoever, whoever it is. And so children then pick up those same habits mm -hmm. of what they see. Um, and so unless um, it's presented to them differently as far as um, making changes, um, history will repeat, it will be the cycle because it's easier for that person to not necessarily know what the trauma is because it, it, unless someone tells you, unless someone shares with you, hey, this is an issue, um, but unless if it's presented, it can, again, repeat itself. And so going back to the food and the diet, um, the question I was asked is like, let's say, for example, if I know you're dealing with trauma, I have to meet you where you are instead of saying, hey, you got to take this, you got to take that. And even with medication, you know, whether we do it holistically or we do it modern medicine, we definitely have to tap into first and foremost the cause of mm -hmm. what you're feeling. Because, you know, there's so much different disorders. You have guilt, worry. Um, um, people have body dysmorphic personality disorder, schizophrenia. But all of these things or hoarding, a lot of these things come from past history, right? Yeah. A lot of these behaviors come from things that you've either experienced, um, learning how to um, protect yourself, cope with um, the thing that you know isn't normal because you feel like, hey, this is hurting, this is not good. Yeah. But you don't know what else to do. So you learn to deal with it by just learning what do I need to protect yourself for living in that situation and hoping for the best. Maybe if I ignore it, it'll go away, but it doesn't. 
So we have lots of people, adults and even children, you know, um, like you said, you work in the hospitals, Pete, and I work at school. We may see people coming in, even some coworkers, believe it or not. We may see people coming in, they're smiling, they seem to be okay. But once they walk through those doors, they all may have something that's going on. And unless it's addressed, unless it's taken care of, it's going to continually happen, you know? And sometimes we may see people like, oh, how come we didn't see such and such, what happened? Well, you know, um, he had a, she had a heart attack or she had cancer, she died. And you're like, I would have never, you know, I would never thought that this person was healthy because this could even happen to healthy people. They were healthy, they were strong, they were doing well, what happened? But, but, but they were, you know, during the training, what was so important is so many things that people go through is caused by trauma, whether it's cancer, they talk about broken bone, they talked about mood swing disorders, depression, all of these things are factors of things that happen so that if mentally, if you're broken physically, you know, I think we talked about this book, um, um, and the author mentioned that 85% of diseases start in the mind. Mm -hmm. And so whatever the mind thinketh, so the body then will, you know, uh, begin to replicate or duplicate. But in general, uh, trauma is, if it's not taken care of. Yeah, tra it, tra it, trauma definitely takes over uh any type of lifestyle you would want to live uh it, you know it sort of blocks you from uh progressing mentally physically uh or behaviorally if you will because um you know sometimes we think okay yeah we're over this and that, that's one of the reasons why i always tell people i or i always say it in, in the podcast and i'm sure whoever i mean if you've listened to our uh to our episodes before you would have heard me say it is necessary that people at least get some counseling or some type of therapy, uh, you know, on a regular basis. It doesn't, you don't have to have anything going on that you know of in order for you because we get traumatized on a daily basis by everything we face. <laughs> sometimes it's something that we know of, sometimes something that we don't know of. Uh, you know, like, you know, it's like you behaving a certain way when you're in a relationship, um, when, there's when you have no idea why you react to certain things certain certain way is mm -hmm. trauma is because there was a trauma at some point that may have done that so if you see someone on a regular basis you can help explore that uh, that situation and see how you can come down to a conclusion so you can behave or react a certain way is a certain way where it does not I don't want to say normal but you know so you can react so it doesn't affect you or your relationship you know, yeah. so I think, sorry. So we do things on a daily basis, but with the disregard of what could, uh, what our reaction should or shouldn't be. Uh, it's hard to say what's normal these days anymore because uh, everything that would be classified as normal or abnormal is now the other way around. So we just accept people as who they are, but at the same time, we also need to know okay how are we affecting people is it because mm. i'm just me or am i i'm i'm, I'm, I'm affecting someone because of, i had a trauma from when i was young or from a few days ago or from a couple of years ago my reaction is fine because i had that trauma therefore i'm uh, i i can react that way but no because you're traumatizing somebody with this current reaction 
And then the training continues, as we say, the training continues over and over. So it's like a whole big traumatized society with no base of where it came from. Hmm. So we're just there just to be there. And we're, you know, we're supposed to just accept each other. Accepting each other has nothing to do with healing, helping each other healing, period. You know? mm -hmm. I was reading this, right? And um, it was from um, uh, uh, um, an article. And it said that the person's name is Miss Kathleen Yee. She's a social worker and, um, and a counselor. And it was found in the Bethesda Care Service. And she said, parents need to be aware of possible causes of trauma and the effects it can have on their children. Post-traumatic stress symptoms, if, follow, if allowed to persist during childhood or adolescent years, often leaves the individual more susceptible to relationship and mental health issues such as depression or low self-esteem. Um, you know, um, for example, trauma is defined by the person or child who experiences it. Anytime a child does not feel safe and protected, it can, be, it can be seen as a traumatic experience. And so we find that many adults, you know, um, their behaviors and their actions, you know, again, is rooted back from childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if, 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 if let's say, you know, um, you've been in a home where, you know, um, there's an attachment issue or you, you know, there's love, there's affection that's missing. That child learns to look for these things in a different way. Um, or um, somebody has been affected sexually. Um, that trauma affects them in a way that relationships, um, having children, um, even with their partner, that trust, is there, you know, there's a distrust and not knowing if I can fully um, believe that you won't hurt me in this way. Mm -hmm. And so again, if it's not dealt with, you know, if it's not dealt with correctly, um, over time, it gets worse. And it's not, I don't think it's a quick fix. I don't think that, you know, it's a quick fix, but it is something that you have to constantly work on. And having the right people and the right support to help you go through that, you know. But it's a serious topic mm -hmm. because it's, it's happening all over. And I think we're seeing it more and more um, with the pandemic. As many people are stuck at home and now things are changing where some are having to leave home and going back to the workplace. Um, I think being in a place where you're, you know, you're in your own space and not necessarily having to deal with other people, I think certain things come up, if that makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. some, you know, some past experiences, you have time to sit, you have time to reflect. And, and when you reflect, um, there may be fear, there may be anger, there may be worry for some, there may be happiness, but still, um, there is some type of trauma. And, um, Again, with the with the um, with the presentation that we've done, you know, out of let's say he said, I think there were like maybe ten um, boxes that you can check to see have you suffered this, have you gone through this, and he said if you have four or more, you're more likely to either end up, you know, looking for um, some type of 
um, relief, whether it's through sexual actions, whether it's through um, 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 drug or alcohol abuse, you're finally trying to look for it in a different way to cope mm -hmm. because the pain can sometimes just be unbearable. So it's almost like a self-soothing, self, you know, you're trying to find um, a solution to the problem on your own. Yeah. And um, sometimes it, it makes things worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And definitely, especially when you don't deal with, uh, with an issue. I, I once read this, um, this uh this thing it says um I'm trying to see if i can remember it correctly it's like to exist or to live in the body of a of a survivor is to uh is to never leave the scene of a crime so mm -hmm. you are living within yourself knowing that you went through that trauma so if it's if you never dealt with it that's trouble ahead that like you yeah. have to now then uh, you know, focus on because you you have to now accept. We can't ignore the fact that you are you, and you went yeah. through this situation. How can you then balance the two and be able to look at yourself in the mirror, knowing that you went through that trauma, and you can live past it and live your life? Mm -hmm. You know, so that's something something that really stopped a lot of people from living their life moving forward once. Once they've gone through a situation that you know, whether it's rape or it's something, uh, or or what do you call that, robbed, burglarized, whatever that may have caused a trauma, or even you know, being being bullied or or beat up or whatever it is. Once you've gone through that trauma, if you don't deal with it and 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 sort of assess the situation and try to figure out how to maintain. Um, a, a positive attitude and still be able to, 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 to look at yourself in the mirror and say, okay, yeah, this is the person that went through this situation. And now it's time to move forward and live a better or your best life while you still have that in your history. Because I, I remember my, my, my mother, she went, uh, you know, when she lost her father, that, that was a hard thing for her. Right. So now granted, it's not like, okay, she was traumatized also because she had death in the family, but that was very, very close to her. So that's mm -hmm. a trauma she had to deal with. But before she was ready, she was going through some pictures and then some pictures from the, from the funeral was there with open casket and honest, And then she just started screaming. Mm. And because because it startled her, she didn't expect it. And, you know, watching her father in a, dead in a casket again, just was not fun. You know, so... Mm. I basically took those pictures from from her, and I still have them in my possession wherever I go, because, and I, you know, I don't know. I know I'm sure she's dealt with the situation now, but because that moment when I looked at her and see what she was dealing with, it was, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I wanted to get away from her. So now she was able to get away from the picture, but she can't get away from her own memories. Yeah, that she has to deal with. You see yeah. So can we live a life without with with our memories, knowing what we've seen, knowing what we've dealt with, knowing who we are and what we've um, you know we've uh, faced, and still be able to move on, making the good decisions to live a life, a decent life that you know at least a life that we want. I'm happy you brought that up, Pete, because one of the things that um, you know was brought to my attention, you know. Someone dear to me mentioned it, you know, 
Um, I think I mentioned one here, you know, in 2012, being diagnosed with a bone tumor and having surgery and, and making changes. And there were certain things I think it, it was a part of me, and I have to sit back even talking about it now, I think it was a part of me that would start doing things and would do things to, to living in fear of what if this happens again? Yeah. You know, so some things that I, that you, you, you do, you become so stern and rigid in the mm -hmm. sense where you're like, I'm not going to budge because I don't want this to happen again. Yeah. So it plays in your head, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not careful, you can also now pour it and, 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 and make it um, a thing for everyone around you to also, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, live or do. And yeah. oftentimes, if you're not careful, it can be, it can cause friction uh, and it can cause hurt, it can cause pain. But unless you come to realization that, hey, you know, you have to really check yourself and realize that this is a problem. Yeah. Uh, you'll never know it because in your mind, you're just focusing on, well, this has to be done because X, Y, Z, you're trying to explain it, but the root cause is, hey, the underlying issue is you're moving in a way where it's fear. Yeah. And, and, and so now you're driven by the thought of fear um, mm -hmm. and being traumatized by the event. Although you survived, the thought is, well, if I do this, this can happen. Yeah. Or, you're reliving the scene of the crime before, before uh, another crime happens or you're making it yeah. seem like this is a permanent scene of a crime that can never be restored. Mm. So in, in that case, you never clean up the crime, the crime scene, you're still just living in that crime. And, and at that point, you, should, you might as well just not live a life because you're always going to go back to that as the uh -huh. there's one thing, it, it, there's one thing for you to think of your future and how to make sure you have a good future. But another thing to be reliving a crime that happened in the past, assuming that this crime scene cannot be cleaned up because it's so bad. Mm -hmm. You know, at that, at that point, everybody around you becomes so miserable. They don't want to stick around because nobody wants to watch the same crime scene over and mm -hmm. over, over and over, you know? That's a good. So, so, you know, when, you working with individuals Pete, over the years and oftentimes when people come in you speak to them i don't want to put a number on it but a majority of the time they've suffered with some type of trauma so how do you help what what, what are some suggestions that you would give to someone who you know continues to replay some of the things that they've gone through um because i I don't necessarily, I can't say that, oh, medication is the only way um, to deal with the problem. Um, but what would you suggest um, a person do if it continues to replay? You know, this, this trauma continues to affect their lives with this experience and um, helping them to realize that they're moving or living their lives as if the trauma still happened. Yeah, well, a couple of things. First, if they already know what the trauma is, they've already made a one major step because 
a lot of people who are living in a trauma don't know what the trauma was. They're just living as a result of the trauma already. Uh, so if they are living as, a, like, let's say, for example, someone who were in a bad relationship and they were physically abused and yeah. they, that changed their behavior towards any relationship. So now when in their new relationship, they are behaving as if things are already bad. They're living the trauma in a, in a different scene. It's like they come mm -hmm. in and create the whole scene. Now, that if the person already know that was my trauma, now I'm in a relationship, I'm messing it up because that mm -hmm. trauma caused me to feel or behave a certain way whenever my partner talks to me. So now that's, I don't wanna say that's easy, but that's easy to, to figure out because you've already identified the trauma. So that makes a huge difference versus someone who is behaving a certain way and have no idea where, it can, uh, you know, where that behavior is coming from. They just yeah. know that yeah. it's hurting their partner and it's hurting them and their relationship, you see? So now, now, and I come down to answer uh, your question. When mm -hmm. someone is replaying the same crime scene so now you have to determine, okay, now we have mm -hmm. to go through the crime scene step-by-step, piece-by-piece, see how they affect them specifically. Because everybody who is dealing with it, if they've come to you, they know that there's an issue. Now, yeah. how do we fix that issue so this doesn't happen again? So I can, so I can stop being, uh, so I can move away from the scene or, or yeah. you know, yeah. so that stagnant I'm feeling can cease to exist. So if they've already identified the crime scene, I mean, not crime scene, I'm sorry. If they have already identified the trauma, now you sit and talk about how, how can we move past this trauma? How can your life be better yeah. past this trauma? So, and now let's, take, let's, let's do baby steps, little things that you can do to react differently or behave differently or move away from that trauma so that this trauma is not your life or this trauma doesn't become who you are because you're trying to live a different life, okay? So now, so now, for the most part, a lot of these people they are afraid of change. So that's something you're gonna have to do. Mm. That's one of the reasons they stuck with it. You know, someone who is traumatized and loves change will try new things, even if they were traumatized by certain things. You know, yeah, just just so that they can try to open themselves to new opportunities, new possibilities. So you wanna, you know. So you wanna see what it, what exactly is creating the trauma, how can we move forward to it? And it's something that is essential for both parties, the person who's helping and the person who needs the help, because if they're not involved in it, nobody's moving anywhere. Yeah. So they have to be involved in the health and uh, in, in fixing the problem as well. So yeah, you know, it, it's, a, it's a broad topic. Honestly, we could talk about this forever, but I know we don't have forever. <laughs> so, we may have to stop at some point, but yeah, the point is, as an audience member, what is your trauma? What is the trauma in your life that's creating the friction or the the conflict, the issues that you don't want you don't want to have to deal with on a regular basis? Because a lot of us don't want to face the trauma because we feel like it's too painful to go back and talk about it. But honestly, once you dealt with it, you don't have to go back that often anymore or going back won't be such uh, so painful. It's just a matter of figure out what it is first. What can I do to move forward passing that trauma and you know fixing or dealing with your life moving forward? Hmm. You know, um, 
everything you said is, is so important um, because unless you make the change, unless you make the steps and you know it, there, 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 I think there comes a point where you see and you have an understanding that something isn't right. Mm-hmm. And there are some change that has to be made. Um, and if you don't do it, you, re- you know, you repeat that same cycle over and over. And so you become a prisoner in your own mind, uh-huh. you know, you become a prisoner in that trauma. And so it, 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 you're engulfed in it. Um, and and you're ne- it's difficult to move forward. It's difficult to really find your purpose, to find happiness, to find peace because it's engulfed. And sometimes, like you said, when, 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 when it gets so hard, so many have decided to use other things to numb the pain. Mm-hmm. But when you do that, the pain is still there when it's done. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets worse, yeah. And, and I, I, just to the audience member, if, if you are not sure how to move forward, ask yourself, because sometimes people try, you know, having a conversation with yourself, it's not such a crazy thing. Having a, a conversation with yourself and trying to figure out a result is not a bad thing. For example, if you know you're stuck somewhere and ask yourself, why am I stuck here? If your answer is because and nothing else comes after that, well, there's an issue. Okay, that is a major problem. Try to figure out. If you can re- figure out what the because is, and it's not just because, like a teenager who has nothing else to say or don't want to say anything else in a conversation, if it's just because, then there's a problem. If you can figure out what that because is, then try to move forward little by little. You don't have to make a big jump, but you're gonna need to take a faith. Uh, you want, you're gonna need to develop some faith into you, um, you know, in order to for you to move forward. Otherwise, you're gonna be stuck forever. It's true. So I wanted to leave this quote right that I found online, Pete, right. with our um, with our um, um, listeners. It said, childhood trauma can lead to an adulthood spent in survival mode, mm-hmm. afraid to plant roots, to plan for the future, to trust, and to let joy in. It's a blessing to shift from surviving to thriving. It's not simple, but there is more than survival. Healing, it doesn't have to look magical or pretty. Real healing is hard exhausting and draining let yourself go through it don't try to paint it as anything other than what it is be there for yourself with no judgment be there for yourself with no judgment amen to that i mean just just, uh, i I love the quote and i think i want to share a quick a quick little thing I, i just realized that i was developing a little addiction here with my mm. tea in the morning. Mm. Sometimes I start working at like five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock or 7 a.m. depends on the day. So every yeah. morning I make it a habit. I, as soon as I wake up, I make my cup of tea, which I take mm. with me and drink on my way to work. So, yeah. so I make that a habit every single morning. A couple of days ago, I ran out of tea. Uh, that's a couple of days. three days ago i ran out of tea so the day <laughs> i ran out the day i realized i ran out i didn't have tea that morning and i didn't have tea the next day but i felt very uncomfortable <laughs> and wow. then that night i just couldn't sleep very well when i woke up with the craziest headache and i couldn't tell what gave me that headache 
until I started realizing my routine with my tea every morning it just became a habit, not just a habit, it was becoming an addiction. And so I sort of depended on my tea to actually get me going throughout the day. And, and I'm like, oh no, that's not good. <laughs> so, so now I make, I make it my business. I didn't want to go to the store to get the tea because then I wouldn't drink it. So I didn't, I just kept drinking extra water. I drink a couple of bottles every day, but I drink extra water just to hydrate myself. But that didn't help because that's not, uh, dehydration was not causing the, the issue. So, I sort of had to keep myself away from it just to get myself off of it. Now, it wasn't a strong addiction, but for the past three months that I've been doing that. So mm-hmm. it sort of stuck on you for, for a bit. So till this day, I haven't had any and I'm feeling a lot better. Mm. So the thing is getting yourself off of it is, is a major thing. What is What was the trauma? Well, it wasn't a trauma per se, but it was something that you got stuck with and now your body got shot because it wasn't getting it. It could have altered my behavior or my attitude towards other people. Just, you know, you, you're talking to a whole bunch of people throughout the day and you have a headache. How do you feel about this? So it, it was it was tough, but I managed to get the work done myself without having to take that feel into that addiction just to just so that I can feel like I, I don't want to feel like I'm depending on it because one day I might not be able to buy the tea or, or might not be in a position where I can actually get to it. What do I do then? I don't want to be that mean guy around because he didn't have a tea this morning. So yeah, I just I just feel like I wanted to share that because I know a lot of people struggle with the little things here and there, and the more you, you the, the more you feed into it, and sometimes you don't think it's a big thing until it becomes a big thing. Okay, I could have fed into it. Tea's not that big of a deal. I could have gone to the store and get some more, but I didn't want it to be the reason I wake up in the morning or the because your body is looking forward to it, you wake up and, and then you realize you don't have it, then you go back to sleep. And then it kind of you know slows you down a little bit. But just the things that little addiction can do, trauma, create that trauma in your body that makes you a different person and changes things. I mean, you know, if, if something happens at work, what's my excuse? I didn't have my tea this morning. And I hate the idea of people saying, don't talk to me because I don't have my coffee thing. I don't like that whole idea. <laughs> so I don't want, I didn't want to be that guy with the tea. So, I mean, it was just one of those things I wanted to share because I know we've talked about different things, different addiction, different things people like, they want to yeah. do, they want to eat because they like the taste or the body's craving it. Yes, mm-hmm. the body's craving it. Treat it like a little kid. You don't have to have everything you crave. Okay, yeah. because if you do, then you develop bad habits and before you know it, it becomes a problem. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Man, it's, it's, it's been great coming back, Pete. Um, definitely. And I hope that our listeners um, will enjoy this this, this new episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, as we we, we entitled it, what's the what's the trauma? What's, the what's your trauma? Mm-hmm. And um, how are you going to find a solution to past experiences that have haunted you, yeah. even to today? Yeah, and I also encourage encourage all the audience members, those who are on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram and Twitter for the most part, we post the, the, the page. If you would like to share what's your trauma, please uh, just drop a couple of lines on there, especially on Instagram. We, we communicate a lot with, uh, with uh, our audience members. Let us know what your trauma is. What is it that, that's pushing you, holding you back? 
that you want to share with us. We can either we can either keep it to ourselves within conversation on that, or we can come up, come and share it on in our next episode, next few episodes. Depends on how it's going, how many responses we get. But yes, uh, what is your trauma? That's something we need to identify as an individual on a daily basis to see. Once we've identified it, then we'll be able to move forward. If you if we can't identify it, it's gonna be hard to go past it. It's gonna be hard. Edson, did you have anything else you wanted to share with the audience? No, the only thing I, I as we said, is just to um, be encouraged. We know it's not easy. Um, for many, it's difficult to face some of the things that we've gone through, but in order for you to truly um, have a peace of mind and being able to move forward, you have to be honest with yourself and, and, and find out what the issues are that you're dealing with and how to honestly um, get the help that you need. Exactly. Yeah, if, yeah, if, if you need to contact us, just um, at It's Worth Living, um, number one, that mm-hmm. that's our Instagram and Twitter and actually our email as well uh, and Gmail. So send us a couple of lines. Let us know what your trauma is and how we can help. As usual, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made. We're all remarkably made. And therefore, it's worth living. Mm-hmm.